This podcast is part of Podcast One Sportsnet. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Hey, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast special, Sweet 16 edition, NCAA Tourney. Everything you need to know about the NCAA Tourney from the guy who's currently in first place in the Podcast One Sportsnet standings. That's me. Plus, Gary, my producer, we're going to weigh in heavy on all this. Of course, first, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. True Car, for all your car buying needs. And BetOnline.ag, Podcast One's trusted partner in all things gaming. And the ones who sponsor the Podcast One Sportsnet Attorney Bracketology, which I am currently leading. Hey, listen, if uh, let me get this out of the way. If you like my show here on Podcast One, uh, Sportsnet. You're going to love the Jordan Harringer Show on Podcast One. Join the host of one of the most downloaded new podcasts of 2018. That's huge. As he dissects the game plans of the most successful people on the planet. Not just here, the entire globe. In order to help you be the best you can be. Check out the Jordan Harbinger Show every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Harbinger is a harbinger of good times ahead. All right, as always, before we get to the show, the big Sweet 16 special, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Tip Top Tap, the only beer brewed with straight tap water. Hmm. NCAA hoops, tension thicker than J-Lo's hair extensions. Duke wins by a single triple-dyed hair on the head of Coach Mike Kashivatuski. Kansas State and Wisconsin exited as quietly as Rachel Maddow after the Mueller report. Cinderella, Oregon, so impressive Lori Laughlin's thinking of shipping one of her kids there. Auburn dismantled Kansas like they were federal bank regulations. And Michigan State's win means Tom Izzo's defibrillator guy gets a day off. That NCAA wrap-up brought to you by Emerald Beauty Cream, the therapeutic skin cream made exclusively from pond scum. NFL! Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement from the NFL and then immediately transformed back into a yellow VW bug. Due to Robert Kraft's sex scandal, Gillette may yank its name off New England Stadium. Right now, they're just kind of going back and forth and back and forth. Ready to step in? Astroglide. Those items brought to you by Showbloats, the gassy riverboat casino. Fart all you want at Showbloats. AAF football, the Cheyenne cow chips beat the Orange County storage lockers 49-48 on something called an extra, extra point. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 2018. The place, Cape Town, South Africa. Australian cricket player Cameron Bancroft caught on camera rubbing the match ball with an object. Now, the second worst ball tampering scandal behind only 
Robert Kraft. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Crambulance, the multi-stop paramedic bus. Cut your medical travel bill by as much as 80% with Crambulance. Now, finally, woohoo! let's get down to business and discuss my first place positioning in the podcast one betonline.ag bracketology challenge. Let's dive into these Sweet 16 matchups. All right, I'm not wasting any time. East Region, Capital One Arena, Washington, D.C. Hey, you know, Gary, I actually worked the Cap One Arena in did, uh, Washington, D.C. Did you really? Yeah, I did the best Baba Booey contest. Ooh. Yeah, it was big. Uh, well, it was it was it was like a pay per view thing, but uh, pretty big. I, I, I got a got about six months of uh, rent out of that one. Uh, number three, LSU versus number two, Michigan State. Spartans have the confidence of a biker in a Radiohead mosh pit, but the Bengal Tigers, like Mormons at a strip club for the very first time, they just keep coming <laughs> at you. Who's got your vote in this one, Gary? LSU. Or Michigan State? Uh, you know, I got to go Michigan State. I have some family allegiances. My, uh, my, I got family up in Michigan, so. Yeah, enough said. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be sitting out in an ice fishing shed and they tell you that the heater's plugged in and it's not. Right. You got to go Michigan State. I'm going Michigan State because I'm a Big Ten guy, number one. And number two, I am scared of Tom Izzo. Yeah, Tom Izzo's an, an intimidating feller. Yeah, he's got that old school thing. Yeah. Like uh, Nick Saban, but they got guys around Nick Saban. They have, a, I believe, a fake uh, a headphone cord that's actually tied around Nick Saban's waist, and they just yank him back when he starts to go on the field. You can't do that in a basketball game. No, no. That, uh, listen, you know, Tom Izzo, just, he has that aura that he's, uh, he's going to give someone the business. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. He's on his porch. Yeah. Every night. Absolutely. Yelling at kids. And birds. To, uh, to, to, to get their car. Yeah. Get their smelly marijuana car out of his driveway i'm going to michigan state too now uh, here's the interesting thing for every one of these i got a sound bite we uh we uh, we're going way out on a limb for you guys today we produced the hell out of this baby here's a sound bite on the matchup of lsu versus michigan state from venerable cbs announcer Jim Nance, let's see what that sound. Let's see what Jim Nance has to say about uh, LSU versus Michigan State. When my time on Earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down, and my critics can kiss my. Well, uh, we're going to check our machines. I'm not sure that was Jim Nance. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what happened there either. Yeah, that's all right though. It's good advice. I think that was Bobby Knight. And hey, Bobby and I can uh, can uh, discuss the tournament all he wants at virtually any time during my podcast. All right, second matchup from Cap One Arena, Washington D.C., uh, a city that's uh, uh, in a veritable o- uh, oasis right now of uh, cherry blossoms. So it's very pretty there. Number four, Virginia Tech versus number one Duke. Uh, much like Meryl Streep, the Blue Devils already had their one moment of vulnerability. But the Hokies, like a fat German in a hot tub, they just keep coming at you. Gary Smith, who are you picking, Virginia Tech or Duke? Impossible to pick against Duke right now. It, it kind of is. It just, it's, it, you'd be very foolish. Yeah, they've got virtually every call. Right. They get calls. They do. Yeah, I don't know what goes on there. They get calls. Krzyzewski's got some kind of... Is that how you say it? I think so. Wow. I, I think he might have some sort of an agreement. I could have sworn it was... Uh, hang on, let me go. 
I could have sworn it was Kashivatsky. You know, I all double check. That's the way it was. It's, it's spelled. Yeah. And uh, when in doubt, you go phonetically. That's true. That's what the Japanese taught me when I was over there calling a game show. Oh. Yeah, people got dunked in uh, cow dung. It was weird. That's right up Chet's alley. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I called the hell out of that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed having a height advantage on most everybody I saw. I'm going uh, with the upset in this one. I'm going Virginia Tech over Duke. Wow. I think, Bold. The, I think the clock might be ticking on Duke. Uh, I, I think that uh, uh, Central Florida proved if you got someone who can clog up the middle on, yeah. on you and maybe take Zion out of his game just a little bit, you got a shot. I, I don't necessarily think Virginia Tech has that guy, but I'm going to pretend that I read their roster and they have a guy like that. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, Duke's not Duke's not perfect. They're not invulnerable. No, they can be had. Any any team can lose a single game. And, and, and hey, uh, let's check with Coach K. Soundbite on the matchup of uh, Virginia Tech versus Duke from. Uh, I'm just going to call him Coach K at this point, but let's see what he has to say about the matchup because he's usually pretty diplomatic. Let's see what he has to say. It's all out there in that field for us in the next 60 minutes. We're going to get it all. World champions in professional football. All right, got to play. Wow. Uh, man, I, I think that was Hank Stram. I'm not sure. It, yeah. That weird. sounded a little bit like Hank Stram. It, it'd be weird for Coach K to be talking football. Yeah. 60 minutes, I, I, I kind of bought it because I thought, okay, uh, four overtimes. Yeah. That'll get you to 60 minutes in a basketball game. But then he lost me. And I, and I thought, uh, you know, he has that nasally quality. Uh, so I just thought maybe it was a bad recording at first. But I think that was Hank Stram. It very well may have been, yeah. Well, that mistake brought to you by Nice Cubes, the ice cubes with just a hint of Prozac. And, of course, Brass Tax, the tax service that distracts the IRS with shiny objects. And the Blonde Crows, the rock band that always forgets the words. All right, let's go to the West Region. Here we are, the Honda Center, right in your hometown, or near your hometown, Anaheim, California, down there in Orange County. The Honda Center. Uh, it's owned by the the Honda folks. Now, is that the lawnmower people or the car people? I think they make both. They make it's they the make, same company. They make planes too. I heard. Oh man, they're making money hand over fist. That's ridiculous. I got to get in on that action. I got to buy part of that. I got to buy some lawnmower stock. Number four seed Florida State versus number one Gonzaga. The Zags have more veteran experience than the Orchids of Asia staff. But like a casket salesman who's seen your chest x-rays, the Seminoles just keep coming at you. Who do you like in this one, Gary? Florida State or Gonzaga? Uh, I'm going to go with... (laughs) I'm going to go with Gonzaga. I think they've been there. You know, they've got the the coaching behind them. They've got the experience. There's a little bit more maturity on that team, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know, I just remembered, Gary. I I, I performed. I did the Honda Center too. Did you really? Down in Anaheim. Yeah, I did the uh, World Series of Assisted Living Gin Rummy. Ooh. For the Kill Time Network. Well, that's you know you're very close to the leisure world uh, crowd down there. Yeah, so it makes yeah, sense. had a good crowd. Probably there. would have been a packed house. Thirty four thousand, and then they just walled off the areas of the stadium. That uh, that's a, that's a lot for gin rummy. Not an empty handicap spot to be found for miles. No, absolutely <laughs> not. They had the uh, what's the name of that Annie's Annie's restaurant, something like that. They had that baby packed up. Yeah, because yeah, and everybody we did it at about one p.m. So that everybody could get the dinner early, time. Yeah, early bird special. Yeah, I'm going with Florida State, and here's why. 
I think they have what it takes. They just run around like crazy people. Their coach, Leonard Hamilton, has got them thinking team, 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 team. They are like a Wisconsin team. Uh, you know, they're, they're like a, a, a Creighton team, uh, except they have speed, which is an element that has yet to uh, uh, sneak over the Mason-Dixon line for a lot of these other ball clubs. But, man, Florida State's got the speed, and they got teamwork. I think they can run a weave like you haven't seen uh, uh, since Dean Smith at North Carolina. I, I, th- I think they could give Gonzaga a lot of problems. I think this is going to be a good one. And, actually, here's an interest. This is going to be interesting. We have a soundbite on the matchup uh, from Gonzaga, the University of Gonzaga chaplain, Father uh, Stephen Hess. Let's hear what Stephen Hess has to say about Florida State versus his Gonzaga Bulldogs. Let's just start all this again. Now, I'm not here to argue the thing with you. I'm not going to debate things with you and people from television. You know, you want an answer from me, you get the answer. You don't like an answer, then don't use the program, okay? Now, you know, the Jesuits have loosened it up quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I, when I was in Catholic school, that, that wasn't now, that, tolerated. That wasn't going to fly. That was a ruler across the ass. Back when I was in school, which of course is illegal now, but you can do it then. But I, uh, you know, I'm going to a tip of the cap to Stephen Hess. I think that's an accurate analysis of uh, of the way Gonzaga is being treated right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he brought the truth. Yeah, he just said, "Look, you guys aren't giving us the respect," and uh, and uh, and I'm guilty of that because I picked Florida State. So uh, so I'm going to I'm going to a confession uh, pretty soon, just because uh, man. Boy, oh boy, those Jesuits are tough. I might have to investigate one of those other uh, denominations. Do they have colleges? Do the uh, Do the Franciscans have a college anywhere? Uh, now that Now that there's online universities, I feel like everyone's got something. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Franciscans is probably St. Francis. Yeah. I want to take a shot at St. Francis of Pennsylvania as a Franciscan school. Number three, Texas Tech versus number two, Michigan. The Wolverines are so physical, they're third in the UFC middleweight rankings. <laughs> but the Red Raiders, like wasps you missed with the death foam spray, they just keep coming at you. Who do you like in this one, Texas Tech or Michigan? Uh, I got to pick Michigan again. Yeah, got to go Michigan again. Same reason. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be sitting out at the kids' table out on the patio for Thanksgiving dinner when it's minus 12. Exactly. Yeah, you got to play the card trade. I like Michigan. I think they're going to muscle them. I really do. I think Texas Tech, though, it's going to be wise. It's going to be a close one. And this is all chalk. All of these, here's what happens tournament time. Let me give you an actual tip here, folks. Uh, pick all the, all the, all the bonanza, crazy-ass upsets that you want in round one, and maybe pick one in round two. But after round one, after all those 32 games, knock it off with the upsets. Because this uh, final 16 here, this Sweet 16, you got all the ones, you got all the two seeds, you got all the three seeds, you got two of the four seeds. Then you got a five seed, and then you got a 12 seed, Oregon, which should have been probably a four or five seed, quite frankly. They won the Pac-12 tournament, and they didn't exactly come out of nowhere to do that. So pick your upsets in those first uh, 32 games, and then get the hell out of the upset business. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Michigan on this because I, I think uh, they got some um, – they got, like, white guys with long hair, and that always uh, frightens me. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they have something in their gym bags under their seats on the bench that could uh, wreak havoc, could create a brouhaha, a melee. The other water bottle, so to speak? Yes, 
Exactly. Now we got a soundbite on this matchup on the Texas uh, Tech Red Raiders versus the Michigan Wolverines from Michigan alum and famed sportscaster Rich Eisen. Let's hear what Rich Eisen has to say about Texas Tech versus Michigan. I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I heard this in pre-production. We actually had a pre-production meeting. Uh, it's a great soundbite, but I think, uh, I think they recorded it. I think they were er- late. They, I, th- I think uh, they thought they had Rich, and they, they do what I do a lot of times on my phone. Hit the thing. I think I'm recording. I'm not. Yeah. And then when I hit it to stop, that's when I'm recording, and then I get myself swearing at a drive through gal because I didn't get my fries. It's, uh, it's an easy mistake to make. Yeah. Well, uh, trust me, that was a hell of a soundbite from uh, from Rich Eisen. It's the South Region from the Yum Center in Louisville, Kentucky. Wait a second, that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, the Yum Center in Louisville, Kentucky. I did the Swedish Sauna Twister Tournament, the 11th annual, at the Yum Center in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And you know something? Their, uh, their craft services, pretty yummy. I got to admit that. Uh, number three, Purdue versus number two, Tennessee. Ooh, Tennessee close to home on this one. The snazzy volunteers make a Ferrari look like a flannel shirt, but the Boilermakers, like a bartender who knows you gave him the corporate card, they just keep coming at you. <laughs> who do you like in this one, the Boilermakers or the Volunteers? I like the Boilermakers mostly because I like saying Boilermakers, and I think Volunteers is a stupid mascot. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I get that it's... I, I get that it's a pride thing and that it's yeah. a, you know positive and all that. And yeah, that's great. But Boilermaker is one of the funnest mascots to say. That is a great. That's a great name. You know what a Boilermaker is? Yes. What is it? The well, the, there's the drink and then there's the, the people. Drink. Yeah. Uh, what what is in it? It's uh, is that like Jaeger? Wait, re- refresh my Here's memory. Here's all it is. Here's all a Boilermaker is. And I grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up in this region. It's a Rust Belt drink. Instead of having a beer and then a chaser. You take a shot of whatever the hell you're drinking. Or whatever it is. Drop it right in your beer glass. Yeah. The shot glass sinks to the bottom. Alcohol kind of stays near the top. And uh, and it's a fun evening. Uh, not so fun the next morning. If no, memory, not if so. If memory from college serves. Yeah, that's true. It isn't so fun the next morning. And, the, and that drinking tip brought to you by Ragtops, the laid-back open-air armored car company. Hide in plain sight <laughs> with Ragtops. <laughs> So, oh, listen, uh, so we got, uh, you're going Purdue. I'm going Tennessee. Because um, I just think they got, I, I think they got, I think Rick Barnes has them playing great. I just do. I think it might be their year, and I think they got a shot. We got a soundbite on this matchup. Ooh, from Tennessee backer and country music superstar Carrie Underwood. Let's see what she has to say about the Vols versus the Boilermakers. If it amazes you, then you don't know anything about basketball. You're, you're, uh, uh, illuminating your uh, relative lack of knowledge of the game with a statement like that. I, oh, wow. I think that might have been Bobby Knight again. Hey, we're having some technical difficulties here. I, I don't know. Maybe her speaking voice is a lot different than her singing voice. I've never be. heard her speak. Yeah, you know, you, you mostly hear it with the singing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, why would you want her to speak? You just you just want us to we'll go to our concert. Might have been her. And quite frankly, not bad advice. You gotta know what you're talking about, or you know, don't don't walk into the don't walk into the uh, play with pain podcast 
and not knowing what you're doing. All right, forget it. Number 12, Oregon versus number one, Virginia. The Cavaliers are the DJ Khaled of college hoops. Nobody's quite sure how they got here. But the Ducks, like your grandpa trying to get you to program his DVR, they just keep coming at you. Who do you like, the Ducks or the Cavs? You know, intelligently, I think I, I got to go with the Cavs. But uh, as a Pac-12 alumnus, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the long shot here, and I'm gonna go Ducks. I'm going Oregon too. Okay, and they're on a hot streak. They are they're playing great. Uh, man, they, they are fast. They are gonna beat you down the court every single time. And now, all of a sudden, ten games ago, they're on a ten game win streak. It kicked in. They're playing D, and I think that's gonna give Virginia fits. I'd go with Oregon on this one. Sound bite on this matchup. Ooh. From Oregon backer extraordinaire Phil Knight of Nike, he's going to weigh in on this. Uh, this is your long shot, Oregon number twelve seed versus Virginia. Let's see what Phil Nike has to say. He better tuck that ball away. Put that ball away. Out. He's out. One foot was out. Oh, you know that. I think that's good advice. Put the ball away. That's what yeah. Oregon's got to do. You got to protect the ball. Yeah, absolutely. You can't uh, win games if you don't protect the ball. That's yeah, and their turnover ratio through the roof. He's right on that one. I like Phil Knight. I think yeah, we got to get him on the show. Midwest region, the Sprint Center in Kansas City. Sorry, the Sprint Center. Oh, I remember the Sprint Center. I did the Black Friday at Bed Bath and Beyond in Kansas City, and they had the finals at the Sprint Center. That I mean that that's just brutal. Yeah, you got to protect your you got to protect your head. Yeah. Oh well, believe me, they, we had a cage just around the around the broadcast booth. That's smart. You're gonna get hit with a flat Crazy. screen. A bed bath me on a Black Friday is insane. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the finals were midnight the night after. So it started midnight. That was crazy. Number five, Auburn versus number one, North Carolina. The Tar Heels play defense like Carolina humidity. They're just on you. But the Tigers, like a cafeteria cook who thinks you've got the new hairnets, they just keep coming at you. Who do you like, Auburn, North Carolina? I got to go North Carolina on this one. I, I think they're very sound this year, and, and they've, got, they've got the right flow. I think they've hit their, their, uh, their stride right, right at the right time. I'm going Auburn. Okay. I just love the way they play hoop. I love Bruce Pearl as a head coach. He's got them playing crazy-ass basketball. He'll look right at them in the eye when they're down 20 and go, I don't, I don't got nothing. Just go play. And then they cut it down to three. You know, they're an amazing ball club on an amazing run. I think they're going to make the Final Four. Now, uh, here's the soundbite we have on this one uh, matchup uh, from uh, revered Tar Heel coach Roy Williams. One of the one – of uh, what's that place in South Dakota with the presidential? Uh, Mount Rushmore? Yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore of basketball coaches, this Roy, Roy Williams guy. Let's see what he has to say about uh, his Tar Heels against uh, Auburn. I don't, yeah, I don't know what happened. No, there. no, I, maybe, they, well, you know what? Roy's a very formal guy. A lot of those North Carolina guys, they're formal. They like to have a – maybe that's a, like a theme song, and we just don't have the time to get to the – I think that was it. Could just, be. Yeah. Number three, Houston versus number two, Kentucky. The Wildcats, as mature as an Alec Baldwin phone tirade and just as entertaining. But the Cougars, like a zombie on Walking Dead who thinks this is his big acting break, they just keep coming at you. Who do you take, Houston or Kentucky? I got to take Kentucky. 
Yeah, me too. I, I think I think that's the smart bet there. Yeah, that's all we need to say about that. Soundbite on this matchup from Kentucky superfan Ashley Judd. Let's hear what Ashley Judd had to say about the Houston Cougars taking on her Kentucky Wildcats. Let me answer that. You know, that is an absolute crock of You know, you and people in the news media, all of you uh, dwell on some negative piece of like that. And I don't know how Steve feels about it, but it just... And you don't have to bleep one single word of this. Man, I, you know, I'm with her. I think she's right. I think Kentucky takes a lot of crap because they're, they're playing a lot of freshmen. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's the wave of the future. It is. And if you don't like it, as Ashley Judd said, you can bleep it. Yeah. That's what I say. Hey, that's our, uh, man, those are, that we just blasted through the regions, buddy. That was a whole Sweet 16, wasn't hey, it? Yeah, you better believe it. And that Sweet 16, uh, uh, that advice brought to you by Breasts. The all-white meat chicken restaurant and Pearls Before Swine, the black tie all-pork restaurant, followed by Simpatico, the toilet that just gets you. Let life flow with Simpatico. All right. Oh, I got Gary Smith here with me. Time for Advice Corner featuring actual questions from you, our listeners, an actual takeaway from us. Here we go. This from Andy in Retainer Hills, Washington. Chet, you're always asking everyone what their favorite travel tip is. What's your favorite travel tip? That's a good one. You know what? Nobody but you in or out of your room, period. That's it. The second you get there, I don't care how long you're staying in that room, forget it. What are you, a pig? You know how to make a bed. Nobody gets in or out. Save your little bags that you buy your water and the oranges at the store. Save those for the peels or for any real bad garbage. Put it in there and take it out to the uh, ice machine uh, wastebasket. That's my tip. Say, just just don't let anybody in and out of the room. All right. I like that. That's great, especially when traveling alone. I subscribe to that. But I gotta, I'll got i go a little different. Let's with say, somebody. Let's say you're it. traveling with the wife, and you know she needs to have them in and out of there. You're, you're going to be at a hotel for a few days. You know, you're, you're on vacation. Right. Luxury ju- travel is what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Don't just, don't just leave the 20 for the maid on the last day as you're checking out. You leave her five the first night, five the next night, five every night. Every night. You get a lot. You'll get some really good service because he yep. wants to keep seeing that five every day. Yep. And nobody's stealing the porn off your laptop. There Question you go. number two. This from Paolo. In Donde, Ecuador. I'm new to satellite. Quick tip for watching college hoops. Ooh. Ah, well, I would say this. Uh, do, uh, do busy work, administrative work, like on your computer through the first 37 minutes. Yeah, I clean out your address book or cross-reference your taxes or stuff like that. Listen to Play uh, With Pain. Yeah, yeah, there you go, or you know, whatever the government might be forcing you to do in Ecuador. I'm not that familiar with that country. Then pay attention, uh, uh, Paolo, just to the last three minutes of the college hoops game. It's like soccer for you, except you pay attention the last three minutes in college hoops, and you don't even have to pay attention the last three minutes in soccer. Uh, here's my tip. Watch on mute, because by and large, the commentators are not very good. Why, uh, thank you, uh, because that endorses the fact that none of them bothered to hire me because I might have brought their game up a notch or two. Question number three, this from Jenna in Port Frigid, Alaska. Best snack for turning watching? Oh, that's a good question. I'm a throwback, Jenna. I like the old school spread, beer and beer peanuts. That's my spread. That's good. What do you like? I like that a lot. Uh if you're throwing a party, maybe something like a little pig in a blanket just to show you you made some effort. If An it's, actual live pig? What do you mean? 
uh, you know, you, the little smokies, you know, those little hot dog oh, looking you mean things. Like a, oh, what do you do with those? You put I them get... in a crescent roll. Ooh. Yeah, you puff that up in the in the, the uh, oven there. Man, I got to read a better Homes and Gardens at my doctor's office because that sounds good. And tip number four. This from Flip in Rancho No Bueno, Arizona. How do the officials differentiate between a block and a charge? Ooh. Here's Here's me. Uh, if the defender has his feet set solid and a dribbler knocks him back off his stance, it's a charge. Otherwise, it's blocking, except for Duke, and you just call it for the Duke guy. Sure. Either way. Yeah, absolutely. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. That Advice Corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Hey, speaking of cars, uh, 60 seconds. That's about how long it took us to get through one of those uh, damn uh, a half a game in one of those regions. But plus, you can do so many things in 60 seconds. You can pet your dog or hang out with your wife. Or if there's no line at Starbucks, you can get a fancy latte, and boom, it's right there for you. But that's exactly how long this commercial lasts, and that's exactly how long it should take you to listen to me tell you about a true cash offer. Here's the deal. You do it from your smartphone or your laptop at home. Doesn't matter. Just go to TrueCar. Simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details just fly right up on the screen. Answer a few questions. You'll get an accurate true cash offer from a local true car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in. They'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then just leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you are ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. All right, here we go. Oh, this is very exciting. Time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Special tournament edition. Gary, these are NCAA sports takes hotter than just under Tom Izzo's collar. (laughs) That's hot. Fire number one. Who's your dark horse for the tourney? Arizona's your dark horse for the tourney? That is that is super dark. Your mic's not on, but I don't know what happened there. Wow. Let's my mic, try that again. My mic was off. Who's your dark horse for the tourney? Arizona. Ooh, that is very dark. Yeah, that is, uh, that's cave dark. I, uh, uh, you got to maintain faith. I'm going to uh, Auburn, Bruce Pearl. I think you have a better chance than me. You can trust a guy who's been chased out of three other gigs. Yeah. That's my, uh, you know, it, 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 see, that was Bobby Petrino's problem in Louisville football. He, he didn't coach basketball. Yeah. It's like a porno tape for someone with no talent. It actually boosts your resume. Yeah, it does. He just gets kicked out. I like the fire number two. How come more underdogs don't make it past the second round? Uh, it's got to be a conspiracy. Some some sort of deal. <laughs> just that... went, right, went right for that. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we've been talking about how the, that Duke coach uh, down there always seems to yeah, get every Kashyshevsky. call. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Share him. That guy. So you know, if if that's true, then then there must be some sort of larger conspiracy afoot. Here's what I think it is: no legs, no legs. Yeah, they use them all in that first upset. They're so jacked. Yeah, you know Gardner Webb or whatever it is. You uh, you blow a lot of the adrenaline celebrating that first yeah, win. Yeah, pe- people don't even know where Gardner Webb is, or if it's a school, or if it's even accredited. Then you beat somebody. Second game, they got you on Google. I thought they that got was a... satellite footage of your parents' movements, and then the conspiracy kicks in, and you're out. I thought Gardner Webb was a nursery. Oh, like for plants? Yeah. 
Like, Ooh. you know, it was like a... Oh, like a Charlotte's Web. Yeah. For adults. Gardner Web. Maybe. Fire number three! Will the officials be a factor down the stretch here, especially in the of final four? Of course. Absolutely they will be. And what's more, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, it will be, that their calls will be controversial and the fans will disagree on the validity. I'm going to say this probably, uh, unlike the pros. See, here's, but here's why. There's a good reason why. In the pros, you can preach conspiracy. Colleges, you've got to understand. A lot of these refs are white-collar criminals just working off their 300 sure. hours of community service. And they don't know the game that well, so you're going to get some mistakes. But, yeah. uh, you know, they're trying their hardest, and I think it's up to us to uh, give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure most Americans will. Yeah, they're just caught with a joint or something, and, yeah. uh, and now they're trying to pay it off. Finally, fire number four! Who's taking it all? Hard to bet against Duke. It is. Duke, man, that uh, that Zion kid will play barefoot to avoid any shoe issues. Yeah. Score 31 and then win by 14. Well, the one dark horse here is, you know, if, if Oregon keeps going, does Nike start supplying Zion with inferior product because they want their school oh, to win? That's a good conspiracy. I like that. That fiery four brought to you by Unpotable Water. The thirstier you are, the more potable it gets. Now, Gary, uh, you may have a pop quiz for me. I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to pull a three-question pop quiz together. Does not have to beat about the tournament. Uh, it can be about anything. You know how, You know the rules of the pop quiz. I'm going to let you do that while I tell the good uh, listeners that we have here about March Madness on the uh, 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 podcast one sportsnet betonline.ag sportsnet bracket sweet 16 tournament oh man another wild start wow those were some crazy games and now we're down to the sweet 16 sportsnet bracket challenge presented by betonline.ag continues as we compete against other podcast one sportsnet shows i'm in first place damn it that's unbelievable. I didn't know if anybody bothered to notice. I am fictitious. Get in on all the action. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag. Use that promo code PODCAST1, O-N-E, PODCAST1, for your 50% welcome bonus. And don't worry, even if your bracket's already busted, the fun continues. Each week, you're going to have a chance to win more bucks on your betonline.ag account. Just go to betonline.ag. They'll lay out the whole thing for you in-game betting new bets fresh bets it's crazy and it's fun it is the sports net bracket challenge presented by betonline.ag you can even do hash and sports net bracket or whatever the heck that is march madness now down to 16 excitement heating up don't forget to use that promo code podcast one at betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts all right now it's time for uh oh we got it we got the uh the pop quiz. We got the pop quiz theme. Boom, pop, 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 pop quiz. I love it. All right, pop quiz. Here we go. Gary, my producer. Pop All quiz. right. So we will stick somewhat in the tournament uh, vicinity. Uh, how many times has the University of Arizona reached the NCAA tournament final four? Uh, Lute Olson got him there. I'm going to say four times. Wow, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. 88, 94, 97, and 01. All right. Uh, Lute Olson, who you who you previously mentioned. Hang on. I'm 1 0. You're 1 0. Good Lord. I, I think you've got a good good shot at this here. Lute- that success brought to you by Stinky. Just lock away your filthiest socks with Stinky. <laughs> Lute Olson, who you uh, previously mentioned, who yeah. uh, is basically the most 
popular man in all of Tucson, Arizona. And man's a king. He walks into a restaurant and you no know, tables part for him. Uh, where did he coach previous to University of Arizona? Iowa. University of Iowa, two for two. Man, oh man. No way I can lose this now. Wow. All right. Ask rub- it anyway. Rubber question. In what year did the University of Arizona win their only NC2A national championship oh, in men's brother. basketball? Men's basketball, Jason Terry. I'm going to go 2001. That, they were a runner up that year. They won in 97. 97, they won. Two for one, two and one. You two still won win. That bad. I was Congratulations. In the, I was in the region. Hey, that pop quiz brought to you by Infinity. The titanium nightgown that lasts forever. And Apache Dunes Casino. We may not smile much, but you will. Kids gamble free at Apache Dunes Casino. And, of course, Flantastic. The best vending machine flan ever. All righty. Follow my producer, Gary, on Twitter, at GPatrickSmith. Follow me on Twitter, at Chet Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy, at Real Jeff Cesario. April 3rd to the 7th, he's doing five California dates with the great stand-up, Brian Regan. Go to JeffCesario.com for details. And, of course, go to uh, follow G. Patrick Smith, because he's got his pulse on all that Corolla stuff. Man, and that stuff's flying like crazy over there right now. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Support my sponsors, True Car and BetOnline.ag. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in East Lansing, Michigan, calling Tom Izzo's EEG for the Museum of Modern Art. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.